It's an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the laws are complicated and constantly changing, the wisest and safest way to keep track of them all is to call elder law attorney Michael Cohen. Having devoted his career to informing and protecting the elderly, Michael communicates about the law in ways that you and your loved ones will surely understand. Join us now to know your legal rights with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here's Michael and Don. Once again, to another episode, another program of estate planning essentials, tirelessly committed to protecting your family, your assets, and you. And I'm essentially virtually sitting with Dallas elder law attorney, Michael T. Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hello, Don. How are you doing? I, what does the T stand for? You know my middle initial is B as in beautiful, but oh, T, beautiful. does that mean for today? Well, before we go any further, did your mother really name you beautiful? No, but I think, but but I, I I always tell myself it should be every time I look in the mirror. You know, I don't know. I, I have that complex, you know. Okay. Well, T T um, stands for tomorrow, and it also stands for 2021. That's why your fictitious middle initial is T um, today. Pardon the pun. It's because we have a new president, and his name is Joe Biden, and he has plans, and so does his vice president Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, excuse me, and um, so does the Senate if they take over the majority in Georgia in a couple months. And so, and that portends a lot of things when it comes to people's money, people's uh, estate planning, and taxes. And you are very determined to address that today. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want I want to tell you, you're the first person that's called me Mr. T. I hope it doesn't stand for taxes, T for taxes, no, but we'll, no. we'll tee that up for another time. All right. Very good. On, okay. So there are some potential issues on taxes that we could occur uh, that have been uh, mentioned in the, uh, in the race for the presidency. And uh, of course, uh, some of the things that uh, now President-elect Biden is saying, and that is uh, so there are things regarding capital gains taxes and uh, step-up in bases and uh, state taxes, and I think we should probably go over a few of those things, but it may be just merely academic because a lot of it depends upon what happens in Georgia right. in the Senate race because uh, that depends on that that those elections on the Senate, two Senate seats, uh, make a difference on whether it's a Democrat or Republican um, majority in the Senate uh, if there's a Republican majority, then some of these things that we're going to probably talk about will probably not, will certainly have a difficult time of passing. Right. And probably wouldn't pass. Uh, so we'll, but we'll still have to go over those things since we don't know what will occur. And some people want to plan uh, for the worst, and as, as besides hoping for the best. So let's kind of go through a few of those things. One of those things is on estate taxes. Uh, as you may or may not recall, a long, long time ago. Uh, President Bush, the estate tax limit was $600,000, and he thought it's a terrible thing to be taxed when you die. So mm -hmm. he increased the limit, and today that limit has already gone up from 600000 20 years ago to 11580000 and supposed to go up to $11,700,000 next year. Uh, 
Mm. Most people are not affected by that. That means if you have an estate of less than that, there is no estate taxes, assuming you haven't made a gift uh, towards that limit uh, before your death, uh, no estate taxes, at least in Texas. Some states have state estate taxes. We're one of the fortunate states that has no state estate taxes or no state income taxes. Mm -hmm. So um, so that means if you're married, there's some different things you could do to double the exemption. So right now, that means in 2020 that you give away $23.16 million uh, if, if with some proper planning uh, without there being any estate tax. Well, obviously, that only affects 0.1% or very small percentage of Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is supposed to go down in 2026 at sunsets, where it gets to a figure of $5 million per person uh, index for inflation. Well, that could change. Uh, that could change uh, one of the proposals, because we need to have tax dollars to offset this coronavirus, and not to mention our deficit. Uh, one of the proposals is to limit that to three and a half, not only it could be not only uh, five million and with no inflation and doing it at an accelerated rate. In other words, instead of waiting till 2026, it could be in 2021. Right. And so then, so a lot of people may want to, if they're concerned about that, may want to plan before the end of 2020. Mm. Um, so um, the as far as the estate tax limit right now, again, it's it's that 11 million 580. Goes to go supposed to go down to uh, five million plus index for inflation, uh, probably around six million in 2026. But it could be three and a half million maybe next year. Amazing. And they can make it retroactive to January 1st. Okay. So 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 uh, it wouldn't happen for 2020, but they could make it for 2021. So okay. now you say so. Some some people will now say, well, gee, I better do something now. Um, and. So how what do they do? Uh, oh, uh, they may want to do some planning regarding transfers. Now that when you make a gift, when you make a gift, right now under the present law, you could give up to the same amount that you could give at death. Mm-hmm. It's unified, the credit. Um, but the proposal is to limit that. To one million dollars. So instead of being able to give away eleven million five hundred eighty thousand in your lifetime without there being a gift taxation, it may be a million dollars. Wow! And so, so that makes a big difference for the wealthy. So, uh, and the uh, the IRS ruled uh, earlier in 2020 that there's not going to be any clawback. So mm-hmm. if you made the gift in 2020 then they're not going to, even though the limit gets reduced to a million dollars later on, they're not going to tax you. And what's the tax rate? 40% on the excess. Wow. And that could go up to 45%. Wow. That's a substantial amount. Yeah. And so so a lot of people, uh, if they're wealthy, are thinking about different ways of perhaps making gifts. They may make gifts to children or whomever or maybe do some different things where they have... Uh, access to the funds mm-hmm. uh, somehow. So, um, you know, one of the planning techniques that a lot of uh, estate planners have been using in recent years is as opposed to having a half of, let's say, half your money in a tr- trust that for the surviving spouse and uh, and the half for the family, which is in control by the surviving spouse, mm-hmm. where you double the exemption, uh, is to do a trust where you make a gift of your separate property 
during lifetime mm. to your spouse, and they that would be considered a, basically a completed gift. So you're taking advantage of eleven million five eighty uh, during your right in year twenty twenty, let's say, and so that if it goes down to a million dollars, uh, you already uh, taken care of this by uh, doubling the exemption or at least getting rid of a larger portion of the estate uh, by making the gift in 2020. So some people are concerned about that, and they're doing that now. Um, other people might be making gifts. If you're single, they might, let's say you make a have a completed gift to a different type of trust, but you might have some powers where you can retain some powers uh, to your benefit. Uh, so there's different planning techniques that some people might be doing if they're concerned, if they're wealthy, and they're concerned that the gift tax and the state tax limit may decrease sooner than they originally anticipated. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so now so we have the issue of not only the estate tax but also gift tax and how much you could give away. That gift tax rate could increase as well. Another thing that has been... Uh, suggested is to eliminate the step-up in basis. In other words, the appreciation on a, let's say you had stock or real estate that went up in value. Mm -hmm. If you had um, uh, bought Google stock at $500 a share and it went up to $1,500 and you kept it till you died, right now it's usually a step-up in basis. You get the value, your beneficiary gets the value as the date of your death, so you don't have to pay that beneficiary doesn't pay capital gains tax on that appreciation from the date that you acquired to the date that you died. Now, Texas is a community property state, so if you um, you get a what they call a full step-up, if you're married, you get that full step-up. In other states, which are not community property states, it may be only a half step-up hmm. for the one okay. that, that had that property. So it's a little bit different from state to state. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, right now there's that step-up, uh, but that could end, uh, especially if, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to, if it's, it would be more likely to end if there was democratic control of the Senate. Sure. Now, I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying that it could be more likely to happen. Now, the so there's two different ways they could do the taxation if that did occur. One would be that the tax would be due right then after the person died on that appreciation, and the other way would be to just have what's called a carryover, where uh, whenever the let's say child sells the property, then uh, then there would be the tax then on the appreciation. Of course, this is just speculation. These are th I say speculation. These are things that have been actually talked about mm -hmm. um, during the campaign. So these are not made up stuff. These are just things that could occur. Right. One of the things that are more likely to occur would be that the corporate income tax rate would go up because it doesn't affect ordinary American citizens. It's the corporations that pay a higher tax. During mm -hmm. the Obama administration, uh, the corporate income tax rate was 35%. Uh, during the Trump administration, it was reduced to 21%. Uh, President-elect Biden says it will be 20, is projecting um, or suggesting a 28%. That would be because of the deficit that we have and with the coronavirus, et cetera, that may be more palatable since ordinary Americans aren't paying the tax. Mm. I think, though, that's more likely that they may have a, um, you know, more, uh, the IRS might be beefed up to, because Americans don't like additional tax, right. but they might beef up the IRS 
to make sure that people are paying their fair share of taxes under the law. And so there might be more audits or whatever. We will That remains to be seen, but that would be a political uh, way of having raising more revenue without increasing taxes. Makes sense. A corporation, if I understand correctly, is more like a tax collector than a taxpayer because the burden of the tax usually falls on the people anyway, the owners, customers, or the workers. So when people issue the idea of, well, corporate tax doesn't really affect me, it, it really does in the end. Sure. Well, sure. I mean, I mean, when you think about it, it may even affect, you know, it, it, I guess it depends on your uh, views. Uh, Ronald Reagan had the trickle-down theory right. uh, that we create jobs, so if we have a higher tax, then we're going to have we're going to create less jobs. Right. Or if you had a higher, let's say you had a higher minimum wage, would there be um, less people that you would employ mm-hmm. because you have more expenses? So mm-hmm. I mean, you can look at it different ways, but you're they're, you know we're trying to figure out ways to raise revenue. So it's either raise revenue or cut expenses. Right. And if we were going to try to do different things, um, how are you going to have? You know, one of the things was Medicare for all. Uh, and we'll have Medicare at age 60, or maybe Medicare at age 60. Mm-hmm. Well, that means for a lot more payments. How are you going to pay for it? Or if you expand uh, Medicaid, then you're going to need to have the revenue someplace to pay for that. And um, so we just don't know, and these are just different suggestions that will probably be considered to help offset the expenses uh, that would be for whatever the benefit that we're trying to add on that we think is good for society or whatever. Right. So, you know, it's all sorts of different things. So a lot, all these things kind of go hand in hand. And right. you know, as far as the corporations, we're, you know, if you're the if you're one of those highly paid execs and you think that the capital gains tax rate uh, may increase, you know, because you have these deferred bonuses or whatever, they may, um, uh, and you were given stock options or stock, then and you purchase the stock, you may want to sell the stock if you were planning on selling stock anyway, uh, because one of the other proposals is to increase the capital gains tax rate from 20% to 39 point, whatever the ordinary income tax rate is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for those executives, it would be the highest rate. So it could be to 39.6%, because right now the highest rate is 37%, but they're talking about increasing it to 39.6%, or it could be more. He's, yeah. uh, President-elect Biden has talked about normalization back to historic norms. And mm-hmm. we did have a higher tax rates than we did uh, in, in the last few years. So that could be something that could change to a higher tax rate. Um, of course, that's different than the individual income tax rate. Well, the individual income tax rate that the President-elect has suggested is on people who make more than 400000 right. that they be taxed at a higher rate. It's mm-hmm. 39.6% rate or more mm-hmm. uh, that I was just referring to. Yeah, it's all very ominous information in many ways for certain individuals. No one wants to pay more in taxes. We've had a very comfortable, cushy, um, short-term, in my mind, um, situation and circumstances with the current president. And um, I think people got very comfortable with not paying such high taxes. And that's probably going to change, it's definitely going to change, if those two re-elections in Georgia go the way the Democrats, um, it probably won't because at least one Republican of the two will likely win, and then the majority will be Republican. But you never know, and that's the whole point of this program. It's planning. 
it's preparing. It should be Michael P. Cohen because that's what he does. He plans and prepares for the worst case and best case scenarios, and then um, he lets you choose what you want to do, of course, um, when you meet with him during those vision meetings. But before Michael's vision meetings, he has workshops, and you are asked, not required, but asked to attend all of those because that workshop is free, and then the vision meeting is free. And Michael's next workshop, which is a virtual or online workshop, he doesn't do anything in person yet because of the virus still, um, is on Tuesday, December the 1st at 1 o'clock, and you just go to a Zoom uh, connected meeting and enjoy the workshop and listen to Michael's expertise and answer questions and face the uh, listener firing squad of ideas and questions they have and you'll listen to him dutifully and expertly answer those questions and you'll hang up or you'll you'll disconnect saying, boy, I'm really glad I attended. So, Michael, you've been doing these for five years now or more, and they've been extremely beneficial for so many people who have turned into clients for you. So tell us all about those workshops. Yeah, um, what it is is a free estate planning essentials workshop. Whatever you want to know about, mm-hmm. we ask you. What is it? What are your questions? What do you want to know? So it, it doesn't have to be on all these different things that we've talked about today. I mean, somebody could say, "We'll ask. What do you want to know?" It could be say, "Well, where does that capital gains tax uh, apply to? Does that apply to everybody?" Or right. no, it's only for those people who make over a million dollars that they have to pay the thirty-nine point six percent capital gains. It could be something like that, or it could be uh, something simple about wills or powers of attorney or doing a plan for and letting your people know, your family know what happens when you pass or what you want, or protecting your family from creditors or bad marriages or spouses remarrying uh, or disability or uh, whatever the issue may be, there's lots of different goals that people might have. And we just say, what is it you want to know? It could be about Medicaid benefits or veterans benefits, uh, anything about estate planning. We ask, what do you want to know? And each workshop is different because the questions are different at each workshop. You mentioned the free vision meeting. Uh, the free vision meeting is only applicable for those who attend the workshop. Mm-hmm. The reason why that is is because you get educated at the free two-hour estate planning essentials workshop and then we kind of hone it down. Even though you could ask questions about your own individual situation at the workshop, we might want to look at your documents and see if your goals are being met. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's no obligation. It's just that if you want to go uh, to have a free vision meeting and seeing, make sure that you have protected your loved ones the way you want them, the terms and conditions you desire, where you retain control, we think is usually the best thing. Uh, then, you know, it, it's, it's no obligation, but we at least have look at your situation and see what it is and make sure your goals are being met. If you don't do anything, that's fine. At least you know what your options are. And then we, you know, say goodbye and say your friends and, you know, wish you best. <laughs> it's not any big deal. But sure. let me, Before we go any further, let me make sure about the vision meeting is also a Zoom call or is that in person? Yeah, well, we, well, we kind of let people make the decision. You know, with COVID, it depends a little bit upon uh, COVID and how bad it gets. We've been mm-hmm. doing both. Okay. Um, we've been, we've had, we give people the option where they could do it by Zoom uh, or they could come to our, our building. But we, you know, it could be another shutdown uh, as things seem to be getting worse. So right. uh, we certainly do have the Zoom option. Probably the majority of them do it by Zoom right now still. But we have given the option. We did open up our office. Of course, you have to wear a mask, and, you know, we have the precautions to make sure things are safe. But uh, we do give people the option to either be in person or by Zoom. 
Okay. Well, you sign up for that um, as soon as possible because it's estate planning. It's somewhat financial planning in many ways, although Michael's not a financial planner and he would um, defer to them anytime he gets in over his head or doesn't specialize in that area. And I've, I've heard him do that numerous times. But you need to sign up for this workshop. If you can't make it, then you can just roll over to the next one. But this one is free and it's easy. It's in the comforts of your own home to do that. Go to DallasElderLawyer.com, Michael's website, DallasElderLawyer.com, or dial 214-720-0102, 214-720-0102. Once you're signed up, it's click, click, and you're there on the Zoom call, and then you can ask uh, your question or two for Michael, and you'll see him in action and uh, recognize how deeply intelligent, self-educated, and constantly on top of these issues he is. Michael, about um, seven minutes left or so. Uh, we have a new uh, presidential administration in the name of Joe Biden, and that portends perhaps new things for 2021 and years after. What else does it um, possibly foreshadow? Well, I think that, and it, it, we may have something before the end of the year, uh, there may be a new stimulus. Um, mm. I, I, you know, I think that both sides would like to have some sort of stimulus. It's a matter of whether they could reach an agreement or not, and how much would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, it could be, you know, a lot of people might say that it'd be $500 billion, and so maybe there'll be a new stimulus, which would be a good thing. Uh, I think, it, you know, it's something, it was, it was probably a very good thing that we had the stimulus when we did, uh, but now it's just a matter of whether we'll have another one and when. I think it will happen, it's just a matter of how much. They'll have to probably pair it back uh, without a, a Democratic majority in both yeah. chambers. Um, and, but even if that didn't happen, I imagine that, uh, you know, Biden would try to influence the Federal Reserve policy sure. uh, to close income inequality. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you would have tougher antitrust uh, legislation to ensure that cust- uh, consumers are not uh, hit with unfair prices. Um, you know, I don't know um, uh, if they'll cancel student debt uh, without, you know, it'll need, if he might be able to do that without congressional action. I don't wow. know that he would. That yeah. um, seems hard to believe, but that could occur. Um, you know, so there could be different things, but I do expect uh, that there'll be some rescue package uh, at some point. Mm-hmm. Now, I think one thing that they, that they, uh, that both Democrats and Republicans may agree on would be um, to, first of all, have a child care uh, tax credit that might be increased. So that might, um, uh, right now it's only a couple thousand dollars, right. but Biden had called for a $4,000 credit. And I think that both Republicans and Democrats uh, say that there could be some sort of bipartisan agreement on that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that will occur or not. The other thing that I think was more likely what we just talked about was the uh, corporate income tax ri- um, rising, uh, and then, of course, a tougher uh, IRS uh, so that there wouldn't be an increase in taxes, uh, but there would still be just more of an enforcement to collect more taxes to make sure that people are paying their fair share on income taxes and not fudging. So that right. could uh, that could be uh, easy, would be more of a political uh, way of increasing revenues without increasing taxes. I so see. that's a real possibility. Of course, there's the uh, we'll know pretty soon um, 
you know, there's been talk right now with the Supreme Court listening about the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, uh, whether the what they call the individual mandate, if if uh, that law, if that Obamacare should be struck down. That's they started having hearings on that on November the 10th, mm-hmm. uh, and so that's you know not that long ago, and so they're going to determine whether uh, Obamacare should be that law should be struck down or not. Uh, oh. There has been indications that it will not, but we never we don't know for sure. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts and I believe it was uh, I think it was Kavanaugh, but I'm not positive, who were are on the conservative side mm-hmm. seem to think that the um, that 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 they shouldn't, but we'll see shouldn't uh, you know cancel the law or terminate the law right. because the thought was well you know was the intent by having a zero premium uh, make the law illegal. Uh, is that what congressional intent was? Well, anyway, that's getting into uh, will, it, and that's important because uh, Biden has uh, wants to expand Medicaid, mm-hmm. and if the law gets struck down, then obviously that you have to kind of start from ground zero. So um, uh, that makes a big difference. Uh, what happens in the Supreme Court, and uh, we'll see what happens on that. Uh, another thing that uh, uh, could occur, as we said, is that. Uh, I think we may have talked about earlier that uh, executives would probably be uh, selling their stock sooner. So anybody who might have uh, capital gains, but they that they thought they were going to sell something um, maybe in the next year or two, mm-hmm. maybe they may consider, uh, you know, taking their gains now if they think that they're if they're a high earner uh, and they may have had a higher remember I told you about the 39.6% if you're making over a million dollars they may consider so if you're selling a business or if you have uh, highly appreciated assets you might consider and you're going to be selling them the next year or two you might accelerate that okay um, well we're out of time I'm going to have to stop you there unfortunately and <laughs> uh, I hate to do that because you could talk for hours because there's so much going on but um, we are out of time for the program, essentially. Um, but, you know, and the other thing everyone ignores, and I try to bring up with um, anyone of influence, uh, intelligence like you, Michael, and that is that tiny little thing called the national debt. Everybody just kicks the can down the road about, and it's only at $27 trillion right now. $27 trillion. And everybody ignores that. And how are we ever going to pay off that debt? I have no idea, but it goes ignored, and uh, I don't think the Democrats plan to start to chip away at that. They want to tax and spend it on things that are more national, um, not um, when it comes to international debt or national debt or things for social or local programs, and uh, certainly Republicans have no interest in paying it down. So that's very threatening to us, but especially our children and grandchildren. So something else to bear in mind, but more importantly, at least right now, in the short run, attend Michael's next workshop. That is Tuesday, December the 1st at 1 o'clock. That's online, meaning virtual. And you just you, you sign up and then you just um, you get to attend it uh, in your comforts of your own home, on your living room couch or in your office at your home, um, on your laptop via Zoom. And it's really easy and you'll get to hear and see Michael in action like you have for so many years on KAAM. Go to DallasElderLawyer.com. Dallas Elder, E-L-D-E-R, lawyer.com or dial 214-720-0102, 214-720-0102. We thank you, Dallas Elder Law Attorney Michael Cohen. 
Thank you, Don. A leading estate planner practicing law in Dallas, Texas for decades now, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the estate planning laws that can affect your family and you. The first step is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214 214- That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on 770 KAAM for six years, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate and complete what could currently be a deficient estate plan. Make sure it is done your way and sign up for his next workshop today 